What's up, y'all? Guess what? I made it to episode two. And um, I only had like, always shout out to my two or three listeners that listened to me last episode. <laughs> my little, my little two listeners. I do appreciate you. I really do. And I want to thank you. I want to give a shout out to my bestie who was listening and also big me out on her page and her personal page, Angel and Elena. Thank you. Um, so yeah, I do now have, well, I told you that my name is anonymously yours. That's the name of the podcast. And then on IG it's anonymously underscore yours. So you can find me on, um, IG. I do have an email address, but I'm going to have that on my IG page because I'm not, um, I don't remember all of my contact information just yet, but boom, I'll put it on IG. So follow me there. Um, I am also now on iTunes, Spotify, uh, Google podcast and, um, anchor, uh, stitcher. So I'm on all of those, um, streaming, uh, platforms now too. So, um, yeah, so I did pretty good. I think my first episode went good. It was okay there. You know, I'm very critical of myself. So I know that there's some things that I probably could have done better or said things a little bit better, but it is what it is. You are just getting the full authentic me and that's all I can. That's all I want to be right um I want to be relatable I want to be myself and I want you guys to like me for exactly who I am so I uh, thank you for joining me again if you are listening again thank you <laughs> um <laughs> so this episode I started off I'm not even going to lie to y'all right now because I've already recorded twice one I was like about a half hour in the other one I was like 10 minutes in but I wasn't feeling it I wasn't feeling the content I wasn't feeling what I was saying so I am doing this is about my third time doing it. So I'm a little bit not even a perfectionist. I just want to put out the right content. Um, I thought what I was talking about before prior to this, um, this recording, I think it was influential, but I think I'm going to save that story um, for another time. Um, I do want to talk about today about insecurities and um things that you may be feeling insecure about what you don't like um and what do you try to do to try to uh, make yourself feel a little bit better I'm gonna be honest with you I am black and Puerto Rican I'll start (laughs) I am black and Puerto Rican my mom is Puerto Rican my dad is black I didn't grow up with my dad I didn't grow up he was not in my life um at, at an older age, he started to be in my life. He was very in and out during, you know, the, the younger years. Um, so my mom was the only steady parent that I had, uh, a parent that I had in my life. Um, so she was all I had and she's Spanish and she's one of nine kids. So, um, you know, they, we had to do like a lot of family reunions. They're very close family, close knit family. And a lot of them have beautiful hair. Like they got that Spanish hair. My sisters have the Spanish hair, um, hair down to their backs. Me, however, I do not have that. I have kinky, short hair. Um, I'm hoping that I grow. I'm trying to get this shit to grow long. I'm trying with all these new hair, you know, fucking shows and avenues and stuff like that. I'm trying to get with the program, but, um, I have kinky, short hair. It's thick. Um, I call, you know, definitely got it I'm I'm more I think I got a lot from my dad's side because I got all the boobs I got the butt I got the thickness and I got the hair um I like yeah yeah 
so I would say my major insecurity is my hair. Um, I didn't like it as I was growing up. Um, hold on one second, guys. Yeah, I'm going to do this right now and I'm not even going, um, to edit that. Um, yeah, so as I was growing up, you know, I used to be so envious. Oh my gosh, I used to be so envious. Like, damn, man, my sisters had beautiful hair. You know, my cousins had beautiful hair. They could style it any kind of way they want. They can have the little ponytail that like swings back and forth and shit. Uh, their hair falls to the front of their face when they bend down. Like, bitch, I'm like, damn, man, I want that shit. Meanwhile, if I go swimming, I got a whole afro. I got a whole afro. The shit starts to stick to my head. It gets real kinky. It does not match the rest of the people that are at the pool with us. I definitely stand out um, amongst them. So I, I had a really hard time accepting myself. The thing that I think kind of saved me a little bit is that um, I went to mostly black schools, like African-American schools, like my environment was mostly African-American. And then I did grow. I did. um, We did a lot of moving when we were younger and I did move to a city that was mainly Spanish and I really felt a disconnect with them. My mom kind of she kind of feels some type of way because she really thinks that I should embrace my Hispanic culture, my Puerto Rican side. But I feel like that's a lost cause. I'm very, don't get me wrong. I'm very proud to be half Puerto Rican and half black. Like I, I would not want to be any other race, but I definitely side or connect with my African-American side more than I do my Hispanic side, which is crazy, right? Because I did not grow up with my dad. Um, but in, in the culture, you know, in, in the Hispanic culture, if you, if you don't speak Spanish, it's like, it's, it's a crime. And <laughs> uh, if they stone you, if they could stone you, they would, you know, the first thing they say, well, why, why you don't speak Spanish? And I'm like, well, what the fuck was I was supposed to cheat? I was supposed to learn this shit on my own. <laughs> like I don't fucking speak Spanish shit you want me to call my mom you could talk to her and you could have this conversation with her what the fuck like oh man and and with the face of disgust too like oh man that was that used to get on my last nerve um so you know I definitely understood I felt more connected to my African-Americans I even though I'm light so I'm light skin and that used to cause me problems too. Cause they used to call me white girl all the time. Oh, that used to piss me off. Cause I'm like, I'm not white. I'm not a white girl. You know what I mean? I'm not white. And they used to like, oh, man, school was a bitch. School was an absolute bitch because I used to get fucked with a lot because of the fact that I was so light. I used to get fucked with. So I had to fight. I had to fight most of the time so I could show these motherfuckers I'm not no punk (laughs) so I had to deal a lot with that growing up um and then you know I moved to a a city that was mainly Spanish then I had to go to school with Hispanics and I had to deal with them and they didn't accept me because I didn't speak Spanish you know what I mean and then it was hard for my african-american um culture to accept me because I was so fucking light they didn't know really how to take me and so it was like this little whole biracial thing was a whole struggle let me tell you it was a fucking struggle right it's stupid it's so fucking stupid like uh, it was a mess but anyway back to my insecurity so I always had an issue with my hair I always 
felt uncomfortable with my hair. You know, I always wore it up in a ponytail. I used to always admire people with longer hair. Um, I always admire my sister who could just, you know, get the baby hair swooped and, you know, the curly curls falling. And all I could do was a fan. Y'all remember the fucking fan back in the day? You used <laughs> you take your hair, you put it in a ponytail and you fan that shit out. Yo, that was my shit for years, right? When the fan ran out, I didn't know what the fuck to do with my hair because I never wore my hair down. Then I found weaves in 10th grade. We were going to a winter cotillion and I had a total crush on this guy in, in high school. Ill. I had a total crush on him, right? And so I wanted to go to the cotillion and I wanted to give it my best. Giving it the best that I got, baby. So I was like, uh, my mom got me this brown dress, right? If I can find it, I'm going to post it on my fucking Instagram page so y'all can get a picture, right? When y'all see this picture, know that this was my first weave and I was, it was a good night. So I got this little brown dress to kind of cling to my body because uh, let me tell you, I had a body at 15 years old. I had a body. I had double. I had, matter of fact, I had um, triple day breasts. I was a 38 triple D. I had ass and a small waist, right? Never fully appreciated it when I was younger. I wish I did. Because if I had that shit now, I'll be shitting on you hoes. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I make myself laugh. Um, yeah, so my sister, my stepbrother's um, girlfriend at the time, because I don't think they were married just yet, but my stepbrother's girlfriend at the time came over and she put a weave ponytail in my head. When I tell you it changed my life, it changed my life. The weave ponytail was 10th grade. I had a winter cotillion. You could not tell me nothing because I could feel that hair on my neck. Um, and it, it gave me a look. It gave me a look. I love the way I looked with this wee ponytail in my head. Okay. It gave me so much confidence. Uh, I went to that cotillion and you couldn't tell me shit. Right. My crush was checking me out. Yeah. Yeah. He was checking me out. Other people was checking me out. And I was like, damn, man, this is it. I found the cure to my problem weave and ever since then I've been chasing the weave let me tell you that weave pon that weave ponytail has given me problems to this day because I wore that ponytail from 10th grade up until my early 20s until my middle 20s yeah up until my early 20s I was wearing a ponytail I really got I got into a stage where I would not wear my real hair I would wear sew-ins. I would try sew-ins, but my my um, fallback look or my relaxed look when I couldn't get the sew-ins because I was a child still. So if my um, friend, my close friend at the time wouldn't do it, then I would have to deal with, I had to get a wee ponytail. Oh, man. I wasted so many years of my life with this damn ponytail. Anyway, I would rip the ponytail out of my head. I will rip the ponytail out of my head until this day. Well, my edges just recently started to grow back, but it fucking obliterated my edges. And then from my mid 20s up until now, even now, I've been wearing wigs. So I started off with the half wigs and I graduated onto, onto wigs. And now let me tell you, wigs has uh, a life of its own now. Wigs is not what wigs used to be back in the day when wigs was wigs. <laughs> that makes sense. You know, it was old lady wigs. It wasn't no cute wigs. It was just like old lady wigs. Like wigs was not popping. Wigs today, 
it's phenomenal, man. You can get you a wigs can go for thousands of dollars. And let me tell you, it, it, it'll look like it's coming out of your scalp. It looks like it's coming right the fuck out of your scalp. But the problem is it's tearing all of your hairs up, your, all your hairs out. And people are okay with that because they have something to put on top of their head. You know what I mean? Me, it done ripped out my sides. Let me tell you, it was so bad. I'm going to be so honest with y'all. It was so bad that I was wearing, um, I would never wear my hair out and I would wear wigs all the time to the point where I was wearing them to bed because I was so uncomfortable with my natural hair. Uh, it made me cringe um, to wear my natural hair out because I did not feel beautiful with my natural hair. I did not feel cute with my natural hair. And I do blame this on my father. I blame it because he wasn't around. I'm blaming on him because I didn't have that influence. I did not have my other half's influence to help me fully embrace my hair and loving my hair and how to take care of my hair. Don't get me wrong. My mom did her thing. You know, when she was taking care of my hair, my hair was long. Then I got my little grubby hands on it and I fucked it up. Okay. And I don't know. I just didn't know how to properly care for my hair. Um, and I didn't have any examples either. I got a Puerto Rican mom. My sister's got Puerto Rican hair. Like, I, I don't know how to fucking take care of my nappy head. Other than put a perm in it. That was it. That's all I knew. That's the style I knew. And even when I got the perm, you know, I was putting wigs on and weaves on top of it. So anyway, um, so the wigs started to tear out more of my hair because, you know, the wigs have the combs in it. So it tore out my sides. And then I was leaving my I was going so long without touching my hair that my hair actually started to mat together, almost like a dread. And I would have to sit there and comb. and I could just feel myself ripping, ripping at my hair. Shh. Like just ripping at it. And then, you know, it, it was broken. I didn't care about the state of my hair. I didn't care if it was healthy. I didn't care because I had my fallback. I had wigs. I had weaves. I had my comfort zone. I was cool with that. Until the natural hair movement started to get to go into place, right? Natural hair movement started to be a thing. Even then, I'm just like, fuck that. I got wigs and weeds. My fucking sides are obliterated. It's gold. Baby butt bald smooth. I don't have a fucking shot at this natural hair because you want to do twists and tweeds and all of this other shit and half my fucking head in the front is missing. <laughs> like, I was in a relationship at the time, a bad relationship at the time, but either way, I was still in one and I wouldn't even be comfortable and he knew me from a young age. I would not be comfortable wearing my hair out in front of him. The moment I took off that wig, I felt like I took off what was beautiful of me. What was what made me pretty, what made me attractive was now off my head. And I turned into sister. You've been on my mind, sister. I turned right into Whoopi Goldberg in fucking color of purple. That's how I felt. <laughs> I just it just slowly changed. I slowly morphed into Whoopi Goldberg in color of purple. So man years and years you know when I started taking care of my hair I'm gonna be I'm gonna keep it all the way funky with you right about a year ago a little over a year ago and I still need to do better with the way I care for my hair but a little over a year ago I had enough of being embarrassed like I am so trapped by my wigs I'm trapped 
I'm trapped by them. I can't take them off. I can't walk outside without one. I can't when my when company's over. I, I'm in a relationship now. That's a whole nother story because it doesn't really have a title, but it is a relationship. So I'm in a fucking relationship right now. Okay. And I don't take my hair off in front of that man. And he doesn't, what's sweet about him is he doesn't care. Like, I don't think he cares. You might hear a toilet flush in the background. That's my kids. I don't know what to tell you. Mm, home life. What, what? Um, anyway, I, um, I, I won't take off my hair in front of him. And I don't feel comfortable wearing my natural hair in front of him. Now it's not even to the point where I don't feel pretty, but I also feel like I look older without hair, you know? Sorry about that. So, um, I had to take a little break because my kids was trying to, um, not let me be great. But, uh, yeah, so I don't, I do not feel comfortable being around that man without my wig. Okay. And even if I do, I can't, it's hard for me to take off my wig because I still, I'm, I'm, you know, I have my edges at then they're gone. Now I will say that after a year of actually taking care of my hair, that means taking off the wigs, washing my hair, deep conditioning my hair, putting stuff in my hair. Like, um, I've been using the black Jamaican castor oil. Uh, I've been tearing it. I was using biotin, but that will have make hair grow in places you do not want it to grow. Um, but I started to open up the caps and put them in my oil along with the prenatal vitamins. I would put them in my oil. I was just putting anything I heard was good for hair. I would mix it into the oil and I would massage it onto my thinning areas, right? I would um, put the oil all in my hair and I checked out so many YouTube videos of different hair products to put in your hair, but that gets really expensive. And if you're on a budget, you can't afford all the shit they need you to do. And I don't like the fact that I always have to keep myself, my hair wet, like a wet dog just to keep it moisturized. I don't like that either. So what I've been doing is I've been using my hair oil and, you know, I'll deep condition my hair. I make sure I make sure that I take my, you know, my wig off so that way. You know, I can comb through my hair, twist my hair, making sure that it is um, being cared for. And that tremendously helped my hair. My hair started to grow back. It's still very thin, very thin. But there's hair there. There's fuzz there where there was nothing. I mean, it was eating up my hair so fucking bad, the habits that I had. So... Now that my my edges are starting to grow in, there is some coverage there. Like you could still tell that my edges are, are really thin, but it's not baby butt bald like they were before. There is some coverage there to the point where I can now disguise it. And so my number one goal this year is to go to the hairdressers and start getting my hair done. Like I understand the whole natural hair movement, no perm, don't put no heat on your head and all of that. But listen, ladies, not everybody has the hair that these women have on the YouTube channel where they have this perfect little curl and they ended up having Indian hair and now their hair is done like down to their ass. Like, no, that's not the type of hair that I have. My hair doesn't have a perfect, perfect a curl pattern I don't want to keep putting um six pounds of water in it just for my hair to curl up and then put six more pounds of gel in it just for it to keep the gel on uh, the curl I do not want to do that you know so I'm all about keeping your hair healthy and you can have healthy hair even when you um permit you can have healthy hair 
even if you want to, you know, straighten it. I want to keep my hair healthy. I don't put excessive amount of heat on my hair and I don't perm my hair um, excessively. When I wasn't taking care of my hair, I wasn't putting perms in it at all. So my hair just would be very thick. Uh, the last time I put a perm in my hair, I want to say six months ago. The last time before that it was over a year ago. So I don't put perms in my hair like that. But um, now that I do make sure that it's taken care of. I do make sure I deep condition it. And right now um, I discovered crochet braids and I love the crochet braid idea because it gives my scalp a chance to breathe and still makes me comfortable in the way where I can just step outside, you know, without having this fucking hat on my head. Because that's what a, a wig feels like. It feels like you have a hat in your, on your head. And it gets tiring. I'm tired. I'm tired of wearing a wig. And I become the butt of everyone's jokes, mainly because I myself do so much joking about my own insecurity about my hair that now I've made other people feel comfortable enough to bust their jokes on me and my wig wearing ways as well. And sometimes I don't always want to, sometimes I'm not in a, a wig joking you know, phase and, and it might hit a chord. It does hit a chord because it's my insecurities. The only re fucking reason why I'm cracking on it is because I'm insecure about it. So that's my way of dealing with it and bringing attention to it because I know you noticed it. So I'm going to let you know that I know that you noticed it by saying something about it first, making the jokes first so you don't start doing it to me. And then I feel like shit, you know? So... <sighs> But um, I'm doing a little bit better. My goal again this year is to start getting my hair done. I want to get a blow dry. I want to start wearing my hair out. Um, and I want to start embracing myself because I want to be free from the wig. We should do a hashtag free the scout. Because there are women out there tearing their fucking head out. And that's okay because they got a lace front that makes them look like they got hair. But I want to be comfortable around. And when I get into like a serious relationship, I want to be comfortable around my man without having to wear a fucking wig. I want to take the fucking wig off. Matter of fact, even sex. I like my hair pulled a little bit. Like pull my hair a little bit. You can't pull on my fucking wig. And I make sure that shit don't slip the fuck off because that happened to me multiple times. That shit almost sliding off my damn head. And then I'm left with embarrassment. You know, or, you know, the wind might be blowing too hard. You might get in an argument with somebody. You might tear your shit off. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to have to deal with that. I just want to wear my natural hair. That would make me feel so free. Oh, man, that would feel so good for me not to even, even wearing the crochet braids. I feel so much better without having the wig on. So that is my goal. That is my personal insecurity as far as my body is concerned. Um, I definitely want to work out. And I definitely have like a baby pooch that I definitely want some liposuction or something like that. But my main insecurity is my hair and the fact that I feel so trapped by it because every two weeks I got to buy a wig. Every two weeks I got to buy a wig. I cannot. No, 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 no. Like this is mandatory. This be cutting into food money, cutting into rent money. Like I have to make sure that I have something to go over my head because there's no way in the world I'm just going to walk out with my natural hair. You fuck you. No, mm -mm. not me because I'm not beautiful without that wig. You know, that's what I've conditioned myself to think. I look like a 58 year old woman without my hair. That's what I conditioned myself to think. Like, it's like people who have anorexia, right? They look in the mirror and they, they're so skinny and they, they, they keep looking at themselves as a fat person. Like, that's how I feel about my hair. Like, I don't want to, I want to be free from the wig. 
And I want to be free to wear my natural hair. I want to be free for somebody to rub their hands through my hair. I want them to pull the shit. I want to feel beautiful with my natural hair because I'm so tired of being um, imprisoned by um, making sure that I have long hair on my head. Now, is my wig wearing days completely over now? It's not. I like wearing wigs. I just don't want to wear them 24 <laughs> seven. That's it. That's it. So I'm curious to know what your insecurities are. Mine's is just about, you know, I have other insecurities, but that's just one of them. This one has played a major part in my life. This has affected me in my life, my hair. But I'm interested in knowing what are some of your um, insecurities. It could be anything. You can maybe feel like you need to lose weight and you maybe have the same insecurity. Your hair, maybe it's your feet, maybe it's your hands, maybe it's your coochie. I don't know the fuck, your butt, your ass. I don't know. Um, Like what are your insecurities and what are you doing to kind of fix them? And um, what do you feel like you're in prison by? What do you what what can't you not deal with? Like not having. I'll be interested. Hey, help me. Shit. Just so you know, I share my story so you don't feel alone. You know what I mean? I've shared my story so you don't feel alone right now. I'm rocking crochet braids that I did myself because I'm broke and I couldn't afford some for somebody else to do it because I'm not a braider. I'm not. But I said, you know what? One thing I will do, I will figure something the fuck out. I will figure something out. You know, I said, I got these two hands and I could somewhat braid. Something's going to pop off and I end up doing my own crochets. But that's what I'm rocking right now. Um, and I told you what my goals are. So I'll be, I'll be happy to hear what your insecurities are. Another phase of insecurity. I've been told in my relationship and I'm going to be really raw, honest with you. Um, that, um, like anytime we get in an argument or I'm questioning him about his emotions for me, cause he's very much, um, emotionally unavailable. He just, he doesn't know how to express his emotions properly. Um, and that's really hard dealing with him in, in this relationship with him is like, it's really hard to deal with because I'm a very emotional person. Um, I like to show my emotions and my affections. So, um, it's kind of difficult, but when we get into it and I need to hear him say certain things, he right away tells me uh, I'm insecure. That's his thing. You're insecure. Why well, I'm always with these women that's so insecure. That's what he said. I always end up with the one that's so insecure. I think part of me feels like you should be making me feel more secure. Like a man that you, you know, you, your man can make you feel secure by telling you, damn bitch. You like, no, he, of course not. He's going, he's not going to talk to you like a bitch. Like I'm talking right now, but damn, you beautiful. Damn, you look good. You look good as fuck. You look good as fuck. Or like constantly try to grab up on me. I'm not one of those women that, that don't like that. Like when we're in the house, if you constantly like play humping on me or like <laughs> whatever, just, making me feel like you're really attracted to me that helps um when you tell me how, what, how I mean to you like that helps me um you know but there's other factors in our relationship that makes me insecure that he doesn't take into consideration and um that's on him he doesn't understand it but that's because he doesn't want to see it so um but I digress you know I'm gonna save that for another episode but I realize though that he's right He's right. Um, I am insecure because if I was secure, I probably wouldn't even be in a relationship with him. If I was secure, if I was a secure woman, trust me, 
I would, my boundaries would be set and I will be very secure in what I want and need from someone. And, and I would project that, you know what I mean? So the fact that he's calling me out on my shit, saying that I'm insecure is not an insult. It's actually me having to face the truth that I am. Cause I need to realize I am, I am the shit. And I'm not saying that in a cliche way. I love the way that I love. I just got to be careful with who I love. I love the way that I love. I love the way that I am. I'm an overgiver. That I do need to change. I need to allow my man to do for me because I'll do, 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 do. And it's hard for me to accept it back. But I need my man to realize that that's a flaw in me and help me get over that. Give me more. (laughs) Give without me having to ask. There you go. I think I found a cure. But um, like, yeah, like I realized, damn, he's right. Like I, why am I, I am threatened by women that I know that he will find attractive. I get so threatened. Like, oh my gosh, I don't want them to ever meet because he's going to be so attractive. And the thing is, so he might be, he very well might be, but that's not a reflection on me. That's a reflection on him. And and I'm just, him is all of our man right now. I'm talking in general. Him is all of our man. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like if you're threatened by a woman that you know your man would find attractive, you don't even want to keep them in the same vicinity or you don't even want to even, you don't want him to even find out about this girl. I don't care if she's on an Instagram page. You know what I mean? You just don't want him to find out about it because he's going to fall absolutely head over heels for her. And if he does, so the fuck what because that's not a reflection on you that's a reflection on his ass and who's going to be chasing to the day he dies and then you know you're going to have to keep up with trying to keep your man in one place no you got to accept the fact that you can only be who you are you can only look the way you can look and you can only be the best at looking the way you could be the best at it you know what I mean I hope that makes sense you can only like your fly is going to be only your fly you know what I mean? You can't have your fly be mimic somebody else's um, um, visual because you are who you are and you have to accept that and you have to accept your limitations. Like, no, I can't, I can't darken my skin to be darker. I can't, like, I literally cannot do that. I'm light. This is how I was born. I, yeah, I can put weave in my hair to make my hair longer. That would make me feel better, but I'm damaging my fucking hair. Yeah, I can I can dress like the fashion over girls, but I don't have a stomach for that. And my breasts don't sit up like that. I can't wear all that low cut shit. I would love to have Gucci slides. Who got money for Gucci slides? I want Soldier Boy's headband shit. I can't afford that shit. I can only be the best that I can be within my limitations with with what I have. And if my best that I can, all that I can be is not satisfactory to him and he finds something better, touche, go the fuck ahead. Cause I can't, I can't morph into something that I'm not. And if he can't appreciate who I am and be satisfied and love the the person that I am, and he's so easily distracted by that, that red apple, then go ahead, Eve, go ahead and bite your little forbidden apple. Somebody's going to find me too. <laughs> like, I think we have a bad thing of thinking like that person's it. Like, like I'm loyal. Let me tell you guys, I am so fucking loyal. I will be with you forever. 
But I also need to know when to walk away. When I'm loyal to you and you're not loyal to me in the same way, we don't have the same respect for each other, then I need to walk the fuck away. And a lot of people think that, oh, I'm going to be lonely and what I'm going to do, he's the one, I love him, I love him, I love him. No. Because if he doesn't think of you like that, you can't, you can't waste your life trying to prove something to somebody who ain't shit either. They human too. They fucking human too. They shit stink too. And they got flaws, you know, because you've seen them. They got flaws just like you. If you find somebody is better suited for that, fine. That person is not meant to be with you. You can find someone else. It's just that we don't want to face the hurt. We don't want to face the hurt, you know, of getting over to somebody. And that plays into our insecurities. We don't feel like we're enough. If you had enough bad relationships, trust me, the insecurities are real issues. And I am not exempt from that excuse me I'm not exempt from that my relationships have not made me feel secure at all but through this relationship the whole purpose even if it doesn't last I know that the whole purpose of it is for me to recognize my insecurities and and work on them so where I'm confident you know what I mean and I'm getting there I'm definitely getting there like I I honestly love who I am. And sometimes I hate who I am at the same time because I'm so hard on myself and I hate for people to see my flaws. And when they see it, when I tell you when they see my flaws, it is the worst feeling for me. Oh my gosh. It, that and rejection are the worst things that could ever happen to me. <laughs> like I've, it, it just, it hurts so, so bad. Like I hate, I hate being exposed like that, but you know, I do love the way that I love. I've embraced the way that I looked. I've embraced my hair. My hair is thick. It is nappy. And I don't know what to do with it. But it's mine. So I embrace that. I embrace my little my little pooch. You know, you, you we be trying to do all the most for a man, right? To be attracted to a man. You know what these men be liking on Instagram? Old ladies that with thigh highs and a brazier. <laughs> they love them fucking old ladies. <laughs> I'm not even playing. If you really got to see what your man liked, you'd be like, bitch, ew. Are you serious? Are you fucking serious? Men like any fucking thing. Whatever. They do. And then for you to be insecure, like, let me tell you. Let me tell you. We need to be insecure with ourselves and we can't find it in our man to be insecure. Because I know I said your man should make you feel secure, but I'm sitting here thinking, you know how many relationships I saw on Insta that look like perfect relationships? I mean, proposals, pastors, you know, in relation, you know, with their wives and you got proposals, you know, you got happy pics of couples together and smiling. I've learned Everybody has their issues because those very same people have slid in my DMs. Yep. I would I would be floored. I would be floored because I would be like, damn, you look so happy. You always talking about this one. You're always posting this and you're always saying my the wife this or my fiance or my girlfriend and my this. And you're so proudly, boastfully claiming on Instagram and you're in my fucking DM. Like what? Are you serious? And uh, let me tell you, (laughs) I'm not the baddest bitch. I'm not, I'm not ugly. I'm, I I do find, I do think that I'm an attractive woman, but 
I would think if anybody of that extent that it claims to be so happy, they're going to go for the baddest bitch there is on Instagram. You know what I mean? Those, you know, snatched waist, big asses, titties with baby oil all over them. And then, and then they work out and they got like all the perfect weaves and hair and their nails is done and they fresh to death. They got a BMW. You would think they'd be sliding into me. And, 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 and it's not sliding in me. Huh? Take that back. But you would think they'd be sliding in that. Not me. <laughs> I'm a 37 year old woman. I got three kids and I go to work. <laughs> That's what the fuck I do. Ain't nothing special about me. Ain't nothing I'm doing differently than what your girl's doing. So why are you in my shit? You know, that's so crazy to me. Like you think something's perfect and it's not. And um, I guess that plays into insecurities too, right? Shit. Like, I I would be interested. I, I think I already asked you guys to do this, but definitely hit me up. Let me know what your insecurities are. Tell me your story and how you overcame it. If you ever did overcome it or tell me if there's something that you're still struggling with. I do want to hear your story. I don't care if it's one or two listeners. I'll gradually build my listeners, but I fuck with you because you're listening to my shit. And I thank you for that. I thank you for that. But, um, and it's not easy doing a podcast all by yourself. Let me tell you, Ooh, my mouth hurts. I said that again. I said that at the first episode, but damn, um, I was supposed to have a guest today. I would have had a very interesting story to get into, but you know, she was unable to come. So, um, this is the topic that I came up with today. And I'm very interested in hearing your side of things. And if you want me to speak on anything else, if you have any other things that you want me to bring up, please let me know. I will be glad. I will be happy to talk about it. Shout out to my I guess I already shouted her out, but shout out to Angel, um, my BFF on um, um, that lives in Atlanta now. And um, shout out to my sister. I talked to my sister. Um, my I let me tell you, I just found my sister. Um, my oldest sister, because I have two other sisters. I grew up with them and a brother. But then I found my oldest sister, which is my dad's oldest child, um, about, I want to say, two, three years ago. And um, we've been rocking with each other every day. We we really close. Um, I call her every day. So shout out to her, too, because she's been, you know, helping me out. She's a Leo, so her confidence gives me, um, it motivates me, her confidence. Um, but what was I going to say? Cause I was looking something up and I completely forgot what the fuck I'm looking up. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I was saying shout out to my girl who listened to uh, my shit and she wanted me to talk about something about, um, you're not going to let no man, you'll let a man leave, right? This is what we're going to talk about next episode, episode three. So I'm going to give you a little um, tidbit of it and y'all think about it and I'll give you, oh, this is what, this is a great idea. I'm going to tell you what the topic of my next show is going to be. We'll get into it, a little snippet of it now. And then if you think of anything and you have any comments about it, definitely um, hit me up on anonymously yours uh, anonymously underscore yours on IG. So that's A N O N Y M O U S. Let me see. You know, I'm not the best speller in the world. Hold on. I am not the best speller in the world. Uh, 
A-N-O-N-Y-M-O-U-S-L-Y underscore Y-O-U-R-S podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T. So I was giving you the wrong Instagram name up front, but anonymously underscore yours podcast on Instagram. Hit me up there. Let me know what your ideas is, your feedback is, whatever you want me to discuss about this new topic that we're talking about. And I'll shout you out um, and bring you up and, and post you on my Instagram page. OK, because I'm going to be lit, y'all you, um, rock with me now. OK, and I'm a loyal person, too. So you hold me down, hold you down. But she was talking about matter of fact, let me play a little bit of a snippet of it because she sent me this thing about this girl. Hold on. Let me see if I can bring it up and I, um, I'm going to see if it connects to rock with me. Y'all rock with me. All right. So I'm going to see if it'll play now. Oh, no, it's not playing. Hold on. I know this is annoying. I don't even know if I'm going to edit this part out, but I really want y'all to get a uh, a gist of what is being said okay it's on hold on let's see if I could play this oh shit this thing is fucking fucking me up hold on example of what wives were or how to be a wife so and it's not all of us but some of us we haven't had that example but just being your own individual and when you're dealing with the alpha female if she don't trust where you leading her to she's not going to follow you she's not going to be submissive right now i'm an alpha female myself and i can say to you guys i'm not letting you lead me to a poisonous lake i'm not i don't care how much i like you if i don't have some type of idea or some type of entrusted faith within your plan or what you're doing i'm not letting you lead me i'm making my own decisions and i'm gonna do it my way because i don't genuinely trust where you're leading me to no i don't believe in blind love i'm not closing my eyes and then you walk me wherever you want to it's not gonna happen so i'm gonna say this so there's that um so that's kind of like what we're going to be talking to uh, talking about on the next episode um how much do you trust your man um like even in a marriage in a, in a relationship like um do you say enough is enough or do you follow his lead because you know men they have this real thing about you know wanting to be treated like a king wanted to be the provider wanted to be a leader but you got to act like that first if you ain't got your shit together, you coming up with dumbass ideas that is not not safe. Like you're spending all of our money and, um, you know, you're making bad decisions. I'm not going to let you keep doing that. You're not going to drive me into a hole. I don't know, relationship, husband or no husband. You're not going to drive me into rock with me. Follow my way and and see if we could do this together because it's it's about together. Like, don't get me wrong. A king is going to be my king. Like, I know that's so cliche, but I'm total into that shit. Like, I want my man to be the provider and I want him to feel like he's a provider. I want him to feel like he's a king because that's my man and I love him and he's supposed to protect me. And I'm going to I'm going to let him I'm going to let him do that. And I'm going to do my job as a woman. I'm going to support him. and I'm going to hold him down without uh, being a detriment to myself, of course. But I'm also not going to let you lead me into something stupid. Okay. And a lot of men have a problem with that. Like, damn, you don't trust me. You know, um, you know, they, a lot of men think, oh, these women, you know, they too independent now. And, you know, like even that's what, that's kind of what Cameron, you remember Cameron was going with Juju. I love Juju, by the way, she is so pretty, but you know, one of the reasons why 
he started to feel uncomfortable in the relationship is she, she was doing too much. She was being too, like she was getting her doctorate degree. She's writing books. She's on a TV show. And he started to feel like she didn't need him anymore. Like, cause men want to feel needed. And that's cool. You, you, as a woman involves, you need to find what your place is with her too. You know, she does need you. She needs your love. She needs your support. You know what I mean? But men get into this back to this. Men get into this thing where women are too independent and it kind of turns them off. So they'd rather be with somebody who, you know, latches onto them and, and, and looks to them for their every need. And I'm sorry, we can't do like mature women cannot do that. Women who have something to lose, we cannot do that. We can't just let you, you know, fuck up what we we work so hard for so anyway that's a little bit of a taste of what we're going to get into next week um I also wanted to get um you know more into I don't know I don't know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna be honest with you I don't know what I'm gonna do next week um because this episode I started to my the first episode the first recording that I did that I uh that I deleted I went into my bad relationship that 17 year relationship um I was not ready for that kind of conversation um but I mean I was ready for it but I don't think y'all was ready for it so I think I might touch on that next week it really depends I'm going to do some research because I really want to come at come out with good content for you guys something that's relatable I think insecurities is definitely something that every woman deals with so I'm hoping that you enjoyed today's show and um yeah like I hope you enjoyed it because it's just fucking me like that's crazy right (laughs) this is me shit um but yeah I hope you enjoyed the episode anonymously underscore yours podcast on IG hit me up thank you for listening to me and um definitely reach out to me with any ideas if you have them I'm on Spotify iTunes uh, Google Podcast Anchor. You can check me out on those as well and follow me on IG. And that's it. I think I repeated myself like 30 times, but I think that's it. Um, all right, guys. I think that's a, that's my show. Thank you for rocking with me again. I hope I get like two extra. I cut myself short. I hope I get like two extra listeners this week. And that's it. Bye.